everyone. Welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jared. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 40 of Podcast in Death. <laughs> I just... I'm Tara! <laughs> so, um... God, you love me. Stop it. I do so much, so fucking much. So Tara just um, got back from having tacos and margaritas. So this should be a fun episode. <laughs> we hope. Yeah. It's Taco Tuesday, guys. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday, Woo! and um, tomorrow is in fact St. Patrick's Day. So slanch out all of you. Um, I tried to practice how to say happy St. Patrick's Day in Irish and that that's not going to happen. That's I don't not going to happen. Um, no, I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. Um, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I can't now I'm now I'm blanking. So never mind. <laughs> but happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so never mind. It's good. Never mind. It's fine. I'll just say it in English. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. That's nice. <laughs> So, um, this episode, we are reviewing the reviews of Faithless in Death. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like this one's not going to be as jovial. <laughs> uh, yeah, last one was. some of the reviews, it's like, yeah, because yeah. You know, this was kind of a controversial subject that she did this time. And yeah, I feel and like a lot of just people get that say part? stupid things. And and a lot of people say stupid things. Uh <laughs> should we just get that part out of the way first before anything else? Yeah. That's the best. So yeah, there's a lot of controversy. Now we talked on the briefing room about this but we didn't really talk about it i don't think on the regular podcast the um the controversy that happened on nora's facebook page when she when it was announced that they were going to be doing uh brazen virtue yes and that they had cast Alyssa milano as the main you know character which, in like we movie. said, is the her politics are not the reason that it's a problem that they cast her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my only problem with her being cast is I think she is she is she's way too old. old. Um, <laughs> but uh, on Nora's Facebook page, the reason it was a problem is because there were a lot of people who don't like Alyssa Milano's politics. And so they were complaining and they were saying some pretty horrific things. Yeah. To yeah. Nora and about really Nora. ugly things. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll read this review and this will give you guys some idea of what was being said on Nora's Facebook page. Um, at that time, they got a ton of people kicked off her Facebook page, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, there is a review on, I think this is on Goodreads, and somebody gave Faithless and Death, Death a one star. And what they said was, 
more hateful leftist Nazi propaganda drivel. If someone dares have any sort of thought, feeling, experience, or opinion from the lefty mob, they're bigots or homophobes or this phobe or whatever other sheep vomit they come up with. Leftists pretending to be liberals, they are not liberals, hateful, evil hypocrites, too woke to even know it. So that's the kind of thing that people were saying on Nora's Facebook page when she announced this whole thing with Alyssa Milano being cast in Brazen Virtue. Yeah. And I, you know, I mean, I understand people having a difference of opinion politically. We all do. But that goes a little too far, in my opinion. Um, Uh, Yeah. It goes, it goes way too far. Honestly, like these are people who want to accuse Nora of being this or whatever without actually stopping to think, about what they sound like. Yeah, because I mean, I, I think a difference of opinion does not mean that that I'm suddenly or that Nora or anyone is suddenly an leftist or what. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's hard to see somebody saying something. You know, li- saying liberals are hateful, evil hypocrites, right? Yeah, when when they're writing something like. Uh, left its nazi propaganda drivel in their review yeah. you know i mean yeah. and and you know i mean we we can all be hypocritical in some sure. cases and you know uh but i just think that that goes a little bit too far but um yeah it goes just, too far i think just because of the nature of this particular book it just seemed to <laughs> bring out a lot of that in in people and And can i just say too i saw a lot in the reviews i saw a lot of oh you know she's always bagging on religion and blah blah Mm. blah no she's not um yeah i don't know which book series you're reading but no she's not you know feeney is very very catholic rourke has got his whole thing going on you know i don't want to call him catholic ish He's Catholic-ish. <laughs> and I think she handles those, you know, those who have sincere faith very well. You know, like in Salvation and even in what's the one where they find the bodies and they have the whole thing with um, Concealed. Concealed. You know, where yeah. they have the, yeah. you know, even in that, you know, yeah, she talks about how, you know, you know, these people really, you know, they're not hypocrites. They truly believe it. And, you know, that's okay. You know, but she doesn't, you know, this particular instance, she's not saying that all people of faith are like this. This is right. not a group of people who are of faith, though. And that's the issue is right. that these are people who are reading these books and not taking the time to use their brains and understand that this is not a religion. This is a cult. This is cult. not a right. group of people who are following any sort of... Anything right. that God would put out there, you know, whatever kind of yeah. of version of Christianity they're following, that is not that is not Christ. You know, yeah. they believe it. That is yeah. not that's not who he is, you know, and and yeah. that is what this story is. And the fact that people are not willing to just think for a second, like, okay, yeah. so you jumping on her is technically you defending 
this kind of behavior. And that is faith. That is exactly what I took from it. I'm like, no, no, no. This isn't a difference of opinion. This is not, you know, oh, you know, she's bagging on this religion. This was human rights violations. This was people being held hostage against their fucking will. Right. And no, no religion should be doing that. I don't care what you believe. Yeah. So one of the, uh, again, one of the reviews that I sent to you guys, but I, I didn't put it in my notes, but I just wanted to read a portion of it because it talks about this. Um, this person says uh, this book re- involves a religious order cult that insists its members adhere to their rules and guidelines, among them sexual preference and gender roles. The timing and treatment almost seem to lean towards a political commentary. A very slight gentle lean, but like many leans, left or right, even well-meaning ones, it always leaves a little taste of hypocrisy in my mouth. Like, quote unquote, we don't like these people who won't let other people believe what they want, so we're going to take them down. And this person says, but you said you don't like people who, never mind. But, okay, so that's not what's going on here. It's not, right. it's not we don't like these people because they won't let other people believe what they want. That is not it at all. No, I mean, it's very obvious in the book that Eve knows who these people are. They've been around a while. She knows who they are. She didn't fucking care before this. She couldn't have cared less. The only time she came into it was when there was a murder. Right. Somebody murdered somebody because to protect this cult. Right. Yeah. And then in uncovering who committed the murder, she saw that a lot of, like you said, Jen, human rights violations were being committed. You yeah. know, they were they were not just. Um, <laughs> they were just a wacky, you know, well, cult this, that was kind of doing their own thing. They were yeah. doing some really, really bad things. Right. And this person is like, you know, it insists its members adhere to their rules and guidelines. N- yes, but they were forcing people. Right. To do that. And let's, mm-hmm. let's flip this for a minute. What if this was, you know, a satanic cult? And right. they were kidnapping people and forcing them to do these things. Right. Or, you know, any just, you know, insert religion here. Would these yeah. people feel like it's the same thing? There was none of this during for the reviews for um, ceremony. Right. <laughs> none of this kind of stuff. Like, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. So, no. And I'm sorry. Miss me with that bullshit. Right. Sorry. No. Yeah, it, it's and it, like you said, it, the people that were like, you know, obviously this is a slam on conservatives, and it's like, no, I mean, unless no, also it was a, that's a true conservative does not want this. Also, no, <laughs> right? I'm sorry, but that's the truth. No, and I know a lot of true conservatives that are very good people, and they would think that this was abhorrent. They'd be like, because no, is. this is not. It's not it is. It's not about their beliefs. It's about what they're doing with their beliefs. They can believe this shit all they want. They can't force it onto other people. Right. Human rights. (laughs) The end. Yeah. I mean, that's what it boils down to is human rights. It's not about 
your religion or your political leanings or any of that nonsense. Right. Nonsense. I mean, you know what I mean? (laughs) Not nonsense. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it says a lot about, unfortunately, the kind of people who read her books like that are not willing to step out the side the box. And that's probably really frustrating for her. Like, I know that yeah. we've kind of, we've kind of talked a little bit about how, you know, Nora lets herself kind of insert herself into the fandom a little more than other authors at times. Yeah. But I mean, if I were her, I would just be personally just really upset that there are people yeah. who read her books who expect her to write something like, that doesn't require you to think. And that's what she does. She always is making us think when she's writing right. these books. And none of these right. readers are used literally like use your, use your brain people. Like just pay attention for one paragraph in which Eve is explaining what these people are doing. Are you okay with that? Oh, you are. What the hell? You know that they're not right. Or yes. if they are, I, I mean, they're, are frighteningly too many people out, you know, in the world that would be fine with that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Because, yeah. Because homosexuals are apparently not human beings and do not deserve anything, but you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, we have a, a two star review here that says, um, she always picks on the same people. No. It's old. It's this pattern of anyone who is religious turns out to be a nutcase. And that's not true. No, that is right there. That is the perfect example of what is going on as far as just, you know, the political wars we have going on right now. Right. Nobody is looking at things objectively anymore. They're just seeing nope. what they want to see. Right. Yes. And applying it to their own political beliefs and their own personal beliefs. And that's not what's happening. They're not using they're not using their brains. They're literally no. I think no. some people are looking for an excuse to be offended. Yes. Yes. In, yeah. In this kind of circumstance, because again, are you a religious person or are you a person of faith? Do you believe right. in your God or do you believe in what whatever credence or whatever that whatever that the establishment church. tells you to believe? Yeah, like whatever your church is telling you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, obviously, sad day, sad day for non-straight Catholics today. So, yeah, I know. You I know what that. I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. just it's yeah. one of these things. I mean, I'm not Catholic, but yeah, it's one of those things where you're just like, what what purpose does that serve? Yeah. What purpose right. is it serving you to come on here onto Amazon and being like? You know, oh, she's so political because she's picking on conservatives. No, she's not. She's and literally she's having her her protagonist take a bunch of murderers and people who have actually committed, oh, I don't know, rape and kidnapping and right. Yeah, you know, yeah. She's, she's doing her job and taking them down. What? Yeah, I mean, this book is about that. This, th- yes. Otherwise, like I said, these people would not have been on Eve's radar. She wouldn't have given given a crap about them. Right. It's not like she's going after religious institutions to right take them down. 
Right. Well, we talked about it in our in our regular episode about the book that it was it was kind of sad because the the catalyst for this whole thing was a murder. Right. Of a person that kind of and I think one of the one of the reviews that you pulled, AJ, Mm -hmm. actually mentioned that, you know, Ariel was kind of forgotten about. And And while it doesn't it's kind of a tough look for even her team to kind of be like, "Mm, yeah, we didn't really talk about Ariel. Like that's what happens. And I think I said that in the list. And I and don't think right. that Eve ever forgot Ariel. No, no she doesn't. No. But just because she's yeah. not, the, that's not the forefront of the story anymore, you know? And that's right. kind of how yeah. this works. Well, yeah, I don't know that I agree with that, though. I mean, because the whole point was to catch the killer. She knew who the killer was. And she just had to go through all this to catch them. Right. I mean, no, she, I mean, yeah. she could have, no. she could and have caught her see, any other I way. I can see that reviewer's point because, yeah, you kind of do, it. things do get a little bit convoluted and it's not the focus anymore. But, but right. at the same time, it, we, she's, yeah, and it's, I'm oh, sorry to Ariel, but she's not like her story. We get all of her story. We get mm-hmm. her entire story. We get her, you know, we get her killer out of it. That is not the forefront of this story because right. we've already got it all. And that's not yeah. what we need to focus on. But yeah, like, you know, AJ said, Eve a hundred percent is focused on, on getting that done. And that is the end result. But I get yeah. what the earlier is saying too. I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. But <laughs> we actually got everything we needed as far as Ariel. Yeah. I mean, Yes. Yeah, and her story. She got. She caught Ariel's killer. The what and, and the thing is, you you have there has to be a motive, and it just yeah. so yes. happened in this book that was the motive to to right. protect this group, and to to allow them to continue to do what they were doing. That's why the murder happened. That's mm-hmm. the motive. So it yeah. can't. You know, it wasn't forgotten. You know, I mean, I I just don't, I just don't get that, that. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of people were more upset too about the one brother being forgotten. Well, yeah. (laughs) Now he was forgotten and I agree with that. Yeah, I do too. Because yeah, Yeah. we're really mentioned again. So yeah, I I agree with that. So yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, there's so many, uh, I just don't, I mean, people um, are the worst. Yeah. Yeah. This a little too politically slanted for those not wishing to bash conservatives and their values. Like what values are you standing up for in this review? These were people Mm -hmm. who were kidnapping other people raping other people and killing other people that's is that part of your values if not then why are you leaving that review i don't i just don't get it i just don't i i just yeah i i don't know i mean yeah i think that these people miss the point of of what we're going for as far as like free speech and being able to you know well i you know they (laughs) i feel like and I, I don't want to, you know, but I feel like they saw that this group was a conservative group and that was it. That was yeah. from they, that point they on. It was like, yeah, I'm, 
you know, I mean, even if, if it's a conservative group, I would look at, for example, if, if we were talking about the Mormons mm-hmm. who the majority of them are good people, yeah. conservative, I was going to say Christian. Yes, Christian, but they've got their own version of Christianity. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but in general, good people, mm-hmm. but there have been, I mean, there's a dude in jail right now. I can't remember his name, Jeff Jeffries or Jeff's. Yeah. 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 Who mm-hmm. had a, a, essentially an occult. Yeah. And they were Mormon. It was a Mormon cult. Yeah. And he was sexually abusing children. Yeah. Girls. By saying like, well, you know, I got this revelation from God that said that this, this young girl here has to be my next wife. Right. You know, and now I have to have sex with her. Like, you know, in, and I'm sure that, uh, other Mormons would say like, well, you can't judge us just by that person or by that sect over there. But he, this, this guy was kind of perverting. Yeah. In yeah. my opinion, Ooh. what their religion is about. Right. And it's okay to say that. And also I think the people that say you can't judge us all by that, you know, stand by that, you know, situation. Yeah. I agree, but also you need to stand up and say that's wrong. Right. And this is not what we're about. This is, you know, this is wrong. This is, and we need to, um, you know, I think a lot of people within Christianity need to start doing that and saying. Honestly, this was a really great opportunity to do that. Yeah. And be like, hey, this isn't cool. Just uh, want to put that out there that, you know, my faith doesn't look like this. And yeah, you know, we don't believe in this kind of treatment of other human beings. But, yeah. you know, or or you could be offended by something that is literally an exploitation of people stripping away other people of their basic human rights. Yeah. A fictional. Never okay. A fictional. <laughs> Well, and it just makes you wonder, is it hitting too close to home for them? So what's going on in there? Yikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I sure. Mean, it's personal, but also like. Um... Makes you, <laughs> that makes me wonder. Um, so uh, when we did the episode, I said that I felt like the, the overarching theme of the book was freedom. Mm-hmm. And these people would say like we have freedom of religion in this country we yeah. have free and and those people those that fictional you know cult or whatever has freedom of religion and they've and they said it in the book yeah this, this is our religion we have freedom of religion okay you don't have but freedom you, of consequences so exactly your freedom mm-hmm. of religion ends once you start using that to hurt and oppress other people Yes. Then, then it's no longer, then you're no longer free to go ahead and do that. Right. That is not a freedom that you have. Right. And that is what this book is about. You have freedom of religion up till this point where you started hurting people. 
Absolutely. And no longer. And now Eve's coming after your ass. Because literally someone who was involved in this put her on your radar because they committed murder. Right. And we've come full circle and that is what the series is. That's exactly what the series is. <laughs> so uh, Tara's saying that she's not really, uh, she, she doesn't know that voices are going to work for her this time. I don't know. Well, here's here's why. I feel like these are not funny reviews. <laughs> True. Good point. So this uh so the next the next several ones are you know going to going to be bitchy. We're going to just going to bitch about people's opinion. <laughs> inability to understand what a review means. Right. right. Should I go ahead and and read the first one or do you sure, want to do yeah, that? Yeah, go for it. Does the author, okay, this is a one-star review, first of all. <laughs> Does the author really expect me to believe that J.D. Robb wrote this thing that I will politely call a book? Not one real love scene between Dallas and Rourke. No fight with Somerset. Only a few pages with the other well-known characters and much seen in other books. I feel totally ripped off i want my money back <laughs> somebody please ask the real jd rob to come back and give an honest work of fiction <laughs> okay back the fuck up <laughs> so we already had this discussion <laughs> yes we did it is fucking jd rob writing these fucking books stop it <laughs> yes it, i yeah to Three episodes ago, thanks. Bye. Yeah. I, I I just love that I didn't like it, so therefore Nora didn't write it. It's like right. Yeah. What the fuck does that even no? No uh, one knows how to write a review that's I didn't like this book. No one. It's all no gotta one. be yeah. some like made up shit as to why there she couldn't have possibly written it. Or, right. Or I mean, what, what's wrong with you people that you can't just say like, um, this one wasn't for me. And just leave it at that. And what is this bullshit about a few pages of other well-known characters? Like, they're all there. They're all there. They're all there. You literally see everyone. I mean, I... I, Okay, Louise and Charles, I think we're missing. But other than that... But explain to me how Louise and Charles do things. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, some characters just don't fit into the stories. Calm down. But I mean, all her cops were there. Mavis and Leonardo were there. Bella was there. Yeah, Somerset yeah. was there. You know, come on. Nadine what was, was there. Nadine. Yeah. Nadine had a big part. Real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, come on. They had girl time together. They talked about shoes. I mean, how, yeah. what, what more time, do you right? want, people? I will say I was a little disappointed there was no Jake mention, though. Yeah. You know how much he, we love Jake. I was a little sad. Hmm. Wasn't he mentioned? I don't think he was mentioned. Probably. I think he wasn't. Okay. I think he was implied at some point. I don't remember. (laughs) It was implied. Okay. Um, Because I need more Nadine and Jake because I think it's adorable. Oh, Jake is fantastic. We love Jake. We and you know like what's Jake. funny? So <laughs> the last, the last episode, you know, uh, when we did the episode with Caitlin where we looked at the book covers and we yeah. talked about treachery and how great it was. And I yeah. was like, uh, I just need to read it again. 
<laughs> so I read Treachery in between that episode and this one. Nice. Um, hang on a sec. Let me pull up. Such a good book. I've been looking at every. I looked at every single one of the books because we did the um, <laughs> the book cover episode. So Faithless is way that was down a there. Fun one. It, it was really fun to listen to. You guys did great, and and people I'm really seem to enjoy it, which is nice. I I, I yeah. really. You're proud of us. I oh, am proud of you. Nice. I mean, we, all, nice. we always love having Caitlin around. So, oh yeah. yeah. Um. So Jake is mentioned in Faithless. Oh, okay. Mavis says something about putting a recording studio in their new house, but that mostly she records at Jake's studio. That's but right. She would like to have a recording studio in their own house. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So he is mentioned, which is good. So, um, to backtrack just a tiny bit, the last review that I read said, not one real love scene between Dallas and Rourke, no fight with Somerset, and that this person felt ripped off. (laughs) And now we have another review that has a counterpoint to that one. Who wants to take that one? Jen, do you want to read it? Do you want me to read it? I got okay. it. Okay. So, three stars. <laughs> Only one sex scene between Rourke and Eve. Thank you. I do appreciate fewer sex scenes between Rourke and Eve. There was only one. Thank you. Also, Eve was only snarky towards Somerset once. Again, thank you. Personal stories took some pleasant turns. <laughs> that was the entire review. Like, <laughs> also, you spelled Somerset and Rourke wrong. Just <laughs> thank you. I thank you. you know, I under We've had 52 books and people still don't know how to spell the man's name. I know. I'm I sorry know. for him a little I don't, bit. I don't understand. I don't think it's ever going to happen, you guys. It's not yeah. going to happen. But it just it's so funny to me that you have I mean this shows you different people's opinions. I mean, we're miles away. Here we have one person saying only one sex scene between Eve and Rourke. And now this person's like, uh, only one sex scene between Eve and Rourke. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Finally, no. somebody's listening to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't need happy times in these books. Yeah, we don't, don't need, need happiness and affection. What the fuck? Clearly, we don't need but clearly the they're satisfied with the story, with the mystery and the the yeah. cop because they didn't say anything about it or against it. No, they're just right. happy there was only one sex scene and only one fight between. Even Somerset. Right. They're like, all right, I mean, this is what I'm going for. I mean, uh, okay. whatever makes you happy. <laughs> no Question sex between Eve and Rourke makes them happy, which Weird. I don't get at all. No, not I mean, no they're sex, married. Just less sex between Eve and Rourke. Less. less sex that they have to hear about. One per book is plenty, thank plenty you. Plenty of yes. sex. <laughs> I mean, how many times do we have to read them doing it? <laughs> you, you know, this 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 reminds me of. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go off topic a little bit here, but I so in the early days, back in the day, you know, I worked at the record store, as I've said multiple times before, and I worked with this girl, and she was, I think, probably 18. She had just entered college and very very. Um, I think her family was 
sorry to say it, people, conservative, oh, religious. No. Um, AJ, you come so, to the conservatives already? No, I'm sorry. I, I'm saying that only because um, she was very, she was very like, I don't want to say naive, but yes, naive. Oh, yeah. And very, um, I don't even know what the word would be, buttoned up. You know what I'm saying? At 18. Yeah. And uh, we were talking because I had just gotten married. And um, she and I were talking one day and she was like, yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to get married. And I said, really? Why? And she's like, I don't want to have to do that thing. And I was like, what thing? (laughs) Because I knew what she was talking about. But I was like, I'll just... (laughs) What, what thing? What thing, thing are you talking about? Do you know that thing? I was like, uh, well, I don't like housework. What are you talking? She's like, you know, the sex. I felt so sorry for her. I was like, yeah, I mean, when you get married, you kind of have to do that thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Aww. you know, I mean, even work are married and they have to do the thing. That's how these books work. So people need to get used to that. They're married. The thing. They're married. Damn it. (laughs) So yeah, just get used to it, people. Poor girl. I know. Well, I mean, maybe she's maybe she's asexual. She just doesn't realize that. And and that could have been. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah. You know. Um. I just and I don't. You know, I don't, I never judged her for, I mean, if that's what she, if she didn't, I told her at the time, I was like, yeah, I mean, perfectly fine. If you don't want to do that, yeah, don't get married. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you, you are, you are, and you want what you want. I mean, I don't. Right. Probably very, I think she's probably doing the thing. So, you know, society, you know, what she probably thinks society expects and what a husband would expect. Right. and the fear of like that, it doesn't sound like what she wants to do. There's, there's a lot of development that has to come with that. Yeah. But I oh, love this. I think especially in those conservative type families too. Gosh, she's probably expected to just, yeah. you know. I think, well, and I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of shame involved in thinking sexual thoughts and mm-hmm. anything, you know. Yeah. So... I, I just I mean, thought it was funny that she was. I love the thing. So I don't want to do that thing. Bless you know? her. So Aww, poor girl. Yeah. I hope she did the thing and she's very happy. I hope she didn't do it. She was somebody, or yeah, or if she didn't do it and she's and still. And if happy. you didn't do it and you're happy, I just hope you're happy, girl that worked with AJ twenty years ago, thirty years ago, thirty years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you're listening, I hope you either did the thing or did not do the thing and you're very happy about it. That's what I hope for you. Tara, do you want to take this next one? Oh, yeah. This one's it's my very favorite. short. <laughs> I just put this one in here because I thought it was funny. <laughs> so, it funny. Well, uh, here we go, guys. Uh, one star, her worst book. It is ridiculous to demand a certain number of words, Amazon. The book sucks. Now post it. No, I'm see, assuming that's what they were going for. They, I am they, assuming that's, too. That's, how yeah. they were, that's what they were going for, I think. But 
That is not what they typed, but I, I'm just going to assume I'm correct. Yeah, <laughs> they typed out Oxbow Post-Ot. I almost wonder which, if that's a, like a voice to text. Yeah, I think that one should be labeled, damn you, autocorrect. Yeah. Right? I, not even I autocorrect. I wonder if that's a, a, a voice to text and somebody... Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a voice to text, absolutely. This yeah. is such a big offender of the, if you don't know how to write an actual review, why are you wasting anyone's time including right. your own that is not a review yeah it, it no, doesn't think about that as a review you can't yeah. even like fill the minimum requirements for amazon to post a fucking review why are you doing it yeah, yeah exactly yeah they just wanted to say her worst book that's all they wanted to say yeah apparently yeah. but that's you're right that is not a review tell us why you can tell right. us why what what is the point of posting your a review that's not an actual review. I don't like know. no one gets anything out of reading that. And you look stupid. All right. So here's the next review. This is a one star review. Ugh. And this says reads like a rehash of origins and death, similar plot and similar outcome. I won't buy any more of the books as I feel it needs a death or injury of a principal character to breathe new life into this series. This is the danger of over 50 books in a series. It flattens out and becomes stale. I People are bloodthirsty. Like, yeah. Okay. First of all, I don't think this at all reads like a rehash of origins. No. It's completely uh, different. There's zero things that that are like origin. Zero. Yeah. The same I mean, characters. Uh, you know, I guess the uh, conspiracy. But I mean, no, it's nothing like it. No, but, zero. <laughs> I don't see where they're drawing that comparison at all. Yeah, you know what it yeah. is. You know what it is, you guys. Eve is in both stories. Oh yeah, the word "fuck" is used in both books as well. Uh, are you sure? Because yes. they didn't yes. used to use. I swear, oh, my life. They actually <laughs> yes. Did she say "fuck"? Yeah, you oh know they. I didn't realize that. That's exactly like origin. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, they've been doing Whoa. that. They've been doing that lately. <laughs> saying "fuck" just stuff. lately though. Origin was like the first one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, I just... uh, And, you know, I think they need to kill off a character. I think it's time for one of these people to go. Like, this isn't Game of Thrones, people. Yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Listen, Sean Bean is still pissed about not making it past season one. But he's also like, "Uh, well, I got paid anyway. It's fine. Right. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, but who would you even like? Okay, one of these characters has got to go, but well, who? Yeah, who? I I don't even want to have that conversation. It's depressing. Sir, madam. And why do you need that? Well, yeah, why Why do you need that? I don't understand that. I don't know why you would need it. None. Absolutely (gasps) Absolutely none. none. Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, I'm gonna find this person's reviews and see what else they review. If they're just like yeah. trolling series and being like, "Why, you know, like, like they're reading the Lord of the Rings? Why are you killing people? <laughs> they're like, why is Photo still alive in the third book? <laughs> <laughs> 
And, you know, a, what the hell? We need a death or an injury. Like these people get injured all the time. Yeah. Talk- I mean, listen, Santiago not- lost a lot of blood and got cut yeah. on his arm. Give yes. him a fucking yeah. break. Somebody got injured. Are you happy now? Oh, I guess not because you now? left a review that said somebody needs to get injured. Or die. Or die. I mean, I just. <laughs> I just. Yeah. I just. <laughs> just no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm so confused by that. This is the same person who, if if Nora just literally turned around in the next book and killed off a main character, would be like, I can't believe she did that. I'm never right? reading another book by her again. Exactly. I mean, this person absolutely wouldn't, in that case, go like, well, that was a breath of fresh air. Right. Someone is dead, finally. Someone's dead. Thank finally, God. somebody died. now this series has some new life new life now that somebody's dead because you died (laughs) don't work you controlling fucking bastard (laughs) jesus holy cow so next review Jen, would you like to take that one? <laughs> yeah. One star. Unfortunately, I didn't care for this one. I wish I would have known. I would not have purchased. Like, well, I... <laughs> don't we, like... Oh, I wish I would have known I wouldn't have cared for this one. I wouldn't have purchased it. Like, what? <laughs> I mean... What kind of a review is that? It's not a review. It's Had I known... Had I known I didn't like this book, like, I wouldn't have bought, all book. bought books we didn't like. <laughs> and we're like, why the fuck did I buy this? But we don't go to Amazon and say, if I had known how bad this was, I would not have bought it. Well, duh. <laughs> That's all I can say to you. She doesn't even say how bad this is. She's like, I didn't no, care for this one, which I is the correct way it. to respond to something. Yes. I didn't yeah. care for this. However, I wish I would have known. I'm like, how, how, how would you ever cool? have known? <laughs> right. I don't understand. <laughs> I wish I were like, psychic. Like, going to put a disclaimer on it? Um, <laughs> you, reviewer, you will not like this book. Don't buy it. Like, what the fuck? Just don't, don't bother. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, craziness. It's not about you. <laughs> but clearly it is. Jesus. Uh, you know, if if only we were all psychic and knew what all books were about before we read them. Right. You know, I mean, my only, you know, my only advice to you is get the book from the library next time. Yeah. Then you wouldn't have had to purchase it. Yeah. But you, you know, decide if you're going to borrow it from a friend. I mean, I don't know. Like, don't spend your money on it then. No idea. Until yeah. you know you like it, and then spend your money. I. I know I like it now, so now I'm going to buy it. Well, you've already read it. It doesn't make... uh, Okay. What? I hate people. All right. (laughs) I hate people. (laughs) I 
love how our review oh, episodes me. are all like half Sarah going, I hate people. <laughs> well, that's me every day. So <laughs> it's just these episodes yeah. remind me how much I hate. I hate people. <laughs> Listen, I left I left hospitality and healthcare. I don't have to like people or be nice to people as no, much as I used to. Absolutely not. I agree. I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> I hate people. <laughs> yeah. I mean. They're morons. All of them. Yeah. Speaking of morons, the next review. So I can read the review because what the fuck is this? I mean, get ready for a one star review, ladies and gentlemen. One star. Make it stop. After the testosterone flow unleashed in book number 51, Shadows and Death of the In-Death series, when Rourke, an archenemy from the distant past, Cobb, resorted to fisticuffs in a uh, form of justice before Cobb was taken into custody and prosecuted for his global assassination assassination program assassination but so so far this has been um a rehash of book 51 this which this is not but anyway um after that happened this person says i found the enormous amount of time spent in book number 52 faithless in death describing the lt's coordination of the strike force against to be used against the natural order, a waste of writing. Because of that, it did not display any of Eve's abilities we have read before in other books, notably the international takedown of Cobb. Also, Rob's use of the current political climate as a backdrop for the philosophies of the Trump reign of four years makes me wonder how relevant that might be in, say, 10 years. Let us hope there will be no Trump presidential candidacy in 2024. That revives the beliefs of subjugating women and segregation by race, class, and sex. Rob's use of these plot devices is, in and of itself, not objectionable, but appears too facile for a series until the last two books I had brought. Wow. Uh, punctuation much appears too facile for a series until the last two books I had bought and read with delight. The delight has morphed into boredom Something I regret. It also makes me wonder if this series has run its course, much like Ivanisevich. Ivanis, I can't say Ivanovich. Ivanovich. Yeah, the Plum series has yes. reached a terminus. Yep. Words. As a Rob fan who has bought all of the In Death books, it saddens me to write this critique. Someone must raise this objection. Thank you. What? But, but did somebody really have to raise this objection? Um. Yeah, you don't get to make that call. Uh, I don't. And what you know, exactly not, is their objection? Is my question. What? What? What I is your? Yeah, I don't know what the. Well, um, her use of the current political climate as a backdrop for the philosophies of the Trump reign of four years. I, I don't. I. I think that. I. This doesn't have anything to do with. Trump necessarily. Mm-mm. This kind of stuff has happened from you know the moment, day yeah, day one that there were people on the earth, you know, and it will <laughs> con- continue to happen, unfortunately. And it doesn't have anything to do with Trump. This is more of a commentary on crazy religious cults. 
Yeah. Right. And I don't understand. So many people jump to this conclusion that she's like, oh, the current political climate is this. And so that is what caused me to write this book. What? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's written again. She's written about cults before. Crazy cults. Mm-hmm. Politically charged and loyalty was about a politically charged cult. Mm-hmm. So was purity, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't see this as so uncharacteristic of her writing. No, me no. either. Uh, so I don't know, you know, oh well, now that Trump happened and now she's writing this all this stuff and it's like no, she's written this all along. She's li- she's literally written about other cults. Yeah. Yeah. The Brotherhood was was not necessarily a not cult, really a cult but, but the more same kind of but same it, kind a, of thing same yeah. kind of thing a group of people who were abusing other people in the name of the group i mean yeah and you know so it's happened all throughout this whole series so yeah. i to say like well now it's gone too far like you know yeah no right this is not where it goes too far guys this is literally just her giving us another story that causes us to really think about these things yeah oh i'm sorry did you not want to use your brain okay well (laughs) (laughs) so let's see well let's i'll I'll do this two-star one how's that oh yes please do yeah (laughs) two stars this one dragged and Rob thinks she created a new Handmaid's Tale. I don't know what she thinks because I am not her. Yeah. Why are you right. assuming what she thinks? Yeah, what? Okay. She thinks <laughs> she's created a new Handmaid's Tale, apparently. Yeah, um, I don't think she thinks that, but okay. I don't think she thinks that either. No. Um, the detective portion of this story was fairly tedious. Not much compelling investigation. The bad guys were revealed pretty early. Then the book devolved into long descriptions of a bizarre cult. Except it's fairly evident that Rob thinks there are loads of people out there who basically think women are breeding stock. Well, I she's think not wrong. She's not wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think women are much smarter and stronger than that. Good for so you. This yeah, and so does Nora. BTW. I, you know. Yeah. Um, so this book turned out to be both aggravating and boring. There was no reason at all for Rourke to be in this book. Can you imagine police women bringing their husbands to work just for extra togetherness? I, uh, I don't seriously come on dude i mean i don't understand again like i don't understand some of these reviews i don't follow how you can possibly get to that train of thought first of all um it's evident that rob thinks there are loads of people out there who basically think women are breeding stock of that like we said yes there are plenty out there like <laughs> think not that. all of them are even involved in crazy cults like this they right, just no. that way think about yes. the number of women who don't have children who just interacting with someone people just assume yeah. that they're just their assume. own life yeah like, yeah. like oh. I, my, my first day at my new job people are like do you have kids and i was like no oh well you'll have kids someday 
I had two people say that to me at my new job. Right. And I was like, like, I'm not even in a relationship. Also, I'm almost 40. So probably not. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> also, no, nah, I don't want them. I have a yeah. cat that I, I live to pamper. Thank you. <laughs> I have a cat that I live to pamper. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. Like the assumption that that's what women, that's just such a universal and incorrect it's thing. So- everyone else and people don't do it half the time it's just like that's just what people think you know they just assume that's what women are here for so yeah Nora's fucking on the right page guys (laughs) yeah well unfortunately i mean for you reviewer who thinks that this is not how the world is this is exactly exactly how the world is there is a portion of the world who is exactly this way yeah and, and we're and glad that you, you believe in strong women because so do we. So do we. Very much and so. so does Laura. But that is not what she's saying yeah, in this book. That's I'm not, not sure. about what she's saying. What book did they read? Because I don't think they read the same book as yeah. us. No. And I mean, come on. Yeah, I, there's probably no real reason for work to be in any of the books. <laughs> but that's the fucking series. <laughs> It's what the series is. It's been that way from it's the beginning. It's been that way from the beginning. Yes. Like, I mean, come on. Like, oh, like now you're you're tired of her coming to work with her? I mean. It's book 52, guys. Come on. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I've heard a lot of really dumb fucking things. Like, just no. Like, yeah. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people just. Like, also dumb this- the statement of more togetherness. What does what what? Yeah, that's I, not why he comes to work with her. It's not like he's there hanging well, out and checking and out her ass. So she's bringing him to work like he's you know like it's bring your husband to work day, right? right? Not, yeah, he doesn't even bring him with her. He he's shows there up. for a reason. Yeah, I mean, I mean oh, come on, he doesn't even hang out in her department. Like, no. He's usually off playing with his friends in EDD. He's not even with her half the time. Right. She's got job to do and she goes and does it. And he goes and hangs out at EDD or hangs out in her, in her office and does work. Yeah. yeah. And buys food for people. And that is a reason for, for him to be there. The cost right. is free. They're like, there is definitely a reason for Rourke to be here. <laughs> yeah. Buy yeah, all of Eve's cops are like, fuck you. We want Rourke here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't tell Rourke he can't come to work with our lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> we need our pizza. Like that, also- that scene. That scene where she's like, Peabody, go uh, go reprogram the auto chef. We need food in here. Peabody's like, Rourke is right, in right the- there. He's right there. Hello. Why do she I have to do this when Rourke is here? Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's valid, man. The only reason you married him. Come on. That yeah. coffee, though. Uh, <laughs> Seriously. Or to have sex once a book. That's the other once reason you married him, but only one. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Sex scenes from here on out will be known as doing the thing. Just doing the thing. <laughs> doing the thing. <laughs> but also, see, you know, to to miss the bigger point of this book. Right. To say, um, uh, apparently Rob thinks that they're 
that there are loads of people out there who basically think women are breeding stock. I think women are much smarter and stronger than that. Yes, that's did you not did you miss that point in the book? Have you have you read the last books, you know, where Eve is the main character? Right. But also this whole thing broke up open because some woman was smart and yeah. saved her money and got away from the cult and called Eve. Yeah. yeah. That's the reason why it, it broke open. Yeah. You know, also that she, same woman was like forced to have children. So. Right. Right. But Ugh. her point is there's not people like that in this world. Like there's not a lot of people like that. There doesn't have to be a ton. It doesn't have to be like half the people in the world. Yeah. There only has to be a few for this book to be relevant. Right. Yeah. So I, you know, but it really it's, it's, it's insulting to Gina. This whole <laughs> review insult Gina. is insulting to Gina. Fuck you. And I will not have it. No. no. We will not have insulting Gina. Yeah. Gina is amazing and we love her. Yes. How dare you, reviewer, insult Gina in that way? (laughs) (laughs) Don't insult Gina. Yeah, that's insulting to Gina. Rude. Screw you. (laughs) So, all right, who wants to take this next one? Go for it, Jen. All right. It's a little long, but... Three stars. The books are starting to become less of whodunits and more of how Eve's tactical battle plan saved the day. Initial few books were really thrilling as there was still a bit of twists about who the real killer is. Also, some of the pages are just fillers with fan service in mind, but but are failing to thrill as us audience... Failing to thrill us audience, such as the New York pickpocket chasing, reference to Candy Thief, etc. Every character should have some flaw to make them more make them relatable, but Rourke and Eve are way too unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Rourke They're is also a fictional. poet who is pretty and beautiful and spends a ton of his time filling Eve's wardrobe and fixes her breakfast and dinner, supports her on almost all cases. It's brilliant at hacking, and in between it, he has mastered a lot of languages art collections, and keeps buying up a lot of real estate and rentals, manufacturing a lot of security-related hardware and software products, and his portfolio also is diversified to include media, spas, record labels, clothing, designers, etc. He is on top of it all and doesn't need more than an hour or two of sleep and has a sex drive of a teenager (laughs) and reads Keats, watches movies, opera theater, and has an active social life with a lot of galas, soirees, makes a lot of friends and networks. And your point is, um, but I, I, that's not a bad cool, thing. guys. What? <laughs> uh, am I supposed to be turned off by this? Right. I mean, like, do you not do you not read these books for that kind? This is fiction. I mean, work does have flaws. We've discussed his flaws ad nauseum in mm-hmm. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And millions yeah. of flaws. Like mm-hmm. all of this stuff, she's like, and Rourke, listen to all this, guys. All of this, you know, he's on, on top of it all and doesn't need more than an hour to have sleep and has the sex drive of a teenager and reads Keats. And it's like, um, see, I yeah. think you think that this is supposed to be like 
turning me off and it's it's yeah yeah no really not like this is bad in what world (laughs) yeah i don't see this as bad and plus it's fiction Uh, what so we all are aware that no male is like this in real life yeah you know they fart in the kitchen and they leave the toilet seat up and they you know it's not Uh, pretty and i'm sure who does that stuff would you rather read about that reviewer because i wouldn't i would rather read that he's got the sex drive of a teenager and reads keats exactly i don't you know maybe that's just me but uh you know i know it sounds crazy but and why are you at 52 books and saying this like by this time i mean he hasn't changed yeah this this is is how it's been where you're like oh my god rourke is too perfect what the hell I just like, now realized it. I just now realized it. <laughs> Why is work too perfect? This is terrible. Why Suddenly. is work like a fantasy guy? Oh, it couldn't be because it's a fiction. <laughs> what? I don't understand. No, I don't. Yeah, it's just it's just craziness. People <laughs> can't I don't believe get it. this. <laughs> So this next this next review is is again kind of very political, but I just for some reason just really really thought it was I, so funny. I'm marginally amused by this one. So this is a, this is a four star. <laughs> four star. Four stars. Wow, Laura Roberts isn't even fucking around a little bit with this. She took a look at Donald Trump, white supremacists, murderers, and rapists, and said, you know what? Fuck every single one of you. I'm going to put you all in prison. Die horribly. And, like, I have issues with this series. However much I enjoy it, it's copaganda, albeit set in the future, and the main character does a lot of shady shit, and yet is portrayed as right. There's some weird no-bisexual vibes in this book, but you know what? Fuck. Fuck it. Fuck every single one of them. Nora Roberts put them all in prison in her book. They can all die horribly. AKA, this is really good wish fulfillment, and boy, did it make me smile. There's a lot of triggery things in here. Rape, murder, forced impregnation, child abuse, kidnapping, slavery, conversion therapy, etc., etc. But it all is treated as awful, and none of it is shown on screen. It is testimony from the victims who have all escaped and are starting a better life. Because this is wish fulfillment, they can all die horribly. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, wow. Yeah. Reviewer, do not so hold that, back. This is kind of the opposite of the earlier reviews that we were talking about. Um, yeah, way opposite. Way opposite. And I mean, I I don't even know that I agree with I I think in the complete opposite way of the people who were like Oh, she's coming for conservatives after like reading the word faith attached to this fucking group. Like this person was like, oh, people who suck are getting their comeuppance. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck this. This is great. Like, (laughs) go for it. Like, I don't I don't know. It's just a lot. I don't I don't understand what they're trying to say, but they're all about this book. You know, I mean, it. At least they're happy. I'm glad they're happy. Um, what exactly does copaganda mean? Copaganda. Copaganda. So it's like propaganda for cops, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's propaganda. Gotcha. Okay. 
Which I, 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 I mean, it's really difficult to, cause you know, this series was started so long ago mm-hmm. and, yeah. um, to, to view it in today's, you know, looking at things that happen today and, you know, I mean, she, she can't suddenly have Eve become not a cop. I guess she could, but it wouldn't, I mean, the whole yeah. series would change. It wouldn't be the series, you know? And, right. you know, I mean, there are cops out there. And the thing is, I, I think what Nora does kind of achieve with this is to show that there are some good cops out there. Yeah. Um, and there are, I agree. You know, I do understand the whole, you know, defund the police. Yeah. I I don't necessarily think that I agree with it 100%. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of gray area there. Yeah. And, um, it's definitely understand the frustration. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but I understand the frustration there and I understand, but, um, I, I do, I really do feel like there are good cops out there as much as there are bad cops. And hopefully there's more good cops than bad cops, but true. Um, I, I really feel like Nora does kind of try to draw that line between good cops and bad cops. And, and I think yeah, she does too. Eve does yeah. some shady shit. And, you you're know, right. We've talked with some of the earlier books about how she does kind of get away with some shit that you're like, really? Like, why are you doing that? Like, like we talked about the cabbie in, um, right. In holiday where she's like, Oh, I'm a cop and you're going to do whatever the fuck I say, you know, yeah. right. it's like, mm. yeah. you know, but, in today's but, climate, that doesn't work so well. No. But back then, yeah, and she's laid off doing that kind of stuff with Eve. I mean, yeah, he right. doesn't do that a lot anymore. Right. You won't see that. That well, I'm a cop. And you his, readers, the his readers who love Eve, we have not exactly, we've, We've called her out on it again. She's yeah. a fictional character, but we're, you know, we're like, right. yeah, that wasn't good. She shouldn't have yeah. done that. Yeah, right. exactly. That was a so, shame thing to do. Yeah. But we've also said that for Eve, I mean, it's, it's more about justice rather than about right. the letter of the law. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I Which mean, she's done important some important and and kind of a gray line there, and that's again. Also, this is fiction. Uh, I don't right. know if anyone knew yeah. that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fiction. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anyone knew that. I mean, I don't know. We say it once a podcast at least. <laughs> but you know, yeah, in case you have missed the point, clearly yeah. none of these reviewers <laughs> listen to this podcast, which is their sad life, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> If you're not listening to us, you have a very sad life. You're, I'm you have, sorry. You do. You do have I mean, sad I life. Mean. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes. Change my mind. And I would say I more about to. that. But I, I, I would say more about that, but I talk too much generally speaking. Yeah, and, and I'm um, rash, So. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm here too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Sure. I about and her. Her anyway, so, moving on. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you know, it it all is fiction, and I feel like there's a lot of fiction that, if you look at it through today's lens, it's problematic. Right. And, yeah. But also, I mean, you know, you it's up to you to to understand how to interpret it. And whether you're right, going right. to look at it entirely as fiction or if you're going to be like, this author has a 
political agenda right now with right. this book. You know, yeah, but I also feel like too, I think people interpret things wrongly sometimes and yeah. they make it they make things more than they are just to make a point. And yeah. you know, I kind of have issues with that too. Like I saw a thing about yeah, and there are so many things that are problematic about friends. It's one of my favorite shows, but you know, there are some things mm-hmm. that are there's some yeah. issues there. But I saw somebody ranting about how homophobic Ross is because you know he doesn't want to let or he doesn't want to let um Susan attach her name to the baby in the first season yeah yeah and I'm like no it's not about his homophobia it's about the fact that his wife left him for this woman and now she wants to attach her name to his baby right if this was another guy would you have the same problem with that right that it's not right. about him. It's not about him being a homophobe. It's about him saying, okay, no, this is my child. And you're the woman that my wife left me for. Right. I don't want you. It's not because you're a lesbian. It's because <laughs> my wife left me for you. And this is, I'm not okay with this. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, if she, if she had left him for another guy, would these people feel that way about him saying that? Right. Right. Probably not. They'd be cheering him on. So it's just, yeah, I was just like, no, see, you can't like, you gotta be a little bit rational. You can't make everything about an attack on you. Right. And it's also about like timing, you know, when, you know, when was friends on, you know, how is that? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And the lens is different. True. But, but even yeah, but it's, 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 like I said, there were a lot of things that actually right. There were a lot of things about that show that yeah, they had a, a lot of issues as far as that kind of thing goes. But in that particular instance, I'm just like, no, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I'm sorry, I'd be pissed too. Like, yeah. no, everything. Like is- if, if the person that my husband left me for wanted to attach their name to my fucking kid. No fucking way. And, you know, I mean, as far as this being copaganda, I mean, I, you could see it that way. You could look at it through that lens, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, and obviously you're getting enjoyment out of it. So keep reading it. Yeah. If you get enjoyment out of it, that's perfectly fine. Um, and I I just feel like, you know, yeah. If I mean, you're somebody even, that gets honestly, I didn't even know that was a word to yeah. tell you the truth. So it, I guess I mean I feel like yeah, if you're I don't somebody think that's that, what the intention is. No. No. The, so. the, 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 the the intention is just to have murder mystery. Who else is gonna investigate murders? Right. If you wanna exactly. if you want to write a murder mystery series, yeah. I mean, you gotta get the cops involved and yeah. You know, I mean, some of them are going to be good cops. Some are going to be bad cops. Right. Just like we right. have, you know, and if you're just yeah. not into that, then don't read books about cops. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I'm not into motorcycle gangs and there are books out there about motorcycle gangs. Right. And I'm not into it. So I don't read those. Right. And I feel like this, this is, this the is actually an easier concept that I think people realize yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, when you would say, I'll read it. 
Yeah. You would think, but you know, you do I mean, clearly. Yeah. yeah. Clearly these know. people don't understand this, <laughs> but I do appreciate that this book for you was good wish fulfillment and it made you smile. I, I do yes. appreciate that. Very happy uh, for you. I mean, and I don't understand some weird, no bisexual vibes in this book. I, I don't, don't understand. understand what that's about. Yeah, yeah, I wondered. Yeah, what does that even mean? I don't. I don't. Was she I, I saying don't. like the whole thing about um, what's her name, Gwen? Like she couldn't be bisexual, and so that's why you know that's why she was taking the drugs so she could have sex with what's his name. Because I don't think that that's what that means. It's that no. she wasn't bisexual. You don't have to be bisexual if you're gay. You can be gay and just not be <laughs> and and writing a gay character in that way is not is not you being against bisexuals yeah right. that's what that's the, my confusion there is i'm yeah. not really sure what you're trying to say like i don't the, think norris at all focusing on is a lesbian not not straight right. not bisexual how does that turn into anything that's like anti bisexual i don't get it i really don't get it at all yeah zero zero times in this book did someone go well you know it's a good thing she's not bisexual (laughs) (laughs) there was zero zero times where it came up as a problem i don't know yeah i i don't know either yeah Uh, we only have a couple more um which one do you want to take tara we've got two five-star reviews here whichever one you you just you just did the last one. I just read, so it's you guys. Okay, I'll read the next one, and then Jen, you can finish it off with the last All one. All right. All right. This is another five star review. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> five star reviews. I I cannot wait for Jen's reaction to this one. <laughs> this series has long been my go to comfort read. This was an excellently crafted mystery that I thoroughly enjoyed unraveling. And that white supremacist, homophobic, sexist cult was not at all relevant to what's happening today, right? Winky, smiling face. (laughs) On the lighter side, I was thrilled about Mavis and Leonardo's new house. I'd been low-key wondering when they would move out of that apartment for the last 15 books at least. One of my favorite things about these books is how J.D. Robb keeps us updated on all the side on how all of the side characters are doing. And just FYI, I would totally read the Even Rourke Cat Burglar AU. Just putting that out there. <laughs> I, think, I think that does need to be written. I gotta say, I really do. <laughs> So that this person is totally waiting for somebody out there to to write that fan fiction of the mean, cat burglars. Hmm. Eve, but you know, as Eve has said, she is a cop in in all alternate universes. That is true. She did so, say that, which is kind of delightful. It was, Aren't you know, you? so she would have to be cop by day, cat burglar by night. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Hmm. You know? <laughs> Jen's seriously considering it now. My wheels are turning a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Last review. Another five star. Five star review. My heck, this book knocked my knocked off my socks. 
My <laughs> the storyline, the buildup. No spoiler alerts here. I love all of her books, but this in-depth series has had me hooked for decades. Every time I start a new book, I say, okay, Eve, who is going to get their butt kicked today? Right? <laughs> so It's such a cute <laughs> review. It's not a review. It really oh, is. My neck just knocked off my socks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just such a great review. I mean, I just, I, I just love the people that just get so much joy out of this series mm-hmm. still after 52 books. Yeah. It's fantastic. And I love it. Absolutely. It's very interesting to like compare a five star review like that with like a one star review that's just like, right. I hated this book. It's terrible. Right. Yeah. I appreciate this person was like, I'm actually not going to put spoilers here. And I'm like, okay. I mean, they didn't really do much reviewing, but their joy no. just comes through. And I, yes. I, I actually appreciate the kind of thing that I, I want to know how you felt reading the book too, you know? Right. Yeah. And they clearly were like, I love this stuff. I'm ready for you to kick some ass. Let's go. And I'm like, I am with you. I'm also ready for you to kick some ass. Let's do this. Yeah. yeah. I am always ready for Eve to kick some ass. For reals. Okay, so um, let's see. We have a lot of podcast business. We do, indeed. I mean... So to start it off, we have um, we had three new patrons. Uh, S. Taylor, thank you for being thank a you. thank you, thank you, uh, Liz and uh, and PJ uh, are our new patrons. But just as we were recording, starting to record this episode, we got another patron, Ooh. Sarah Frankel. Thank became you, our patron. You. Yeah, I mean, it's, so it's, much. Yeah, it's great. I mean, this really helps us out quite a bit. And um, as patrons, you get an extra bonus episode, and you get every every week, and you get you know sometimes the show for free. Although I'm not for free, but um, early. You always get the show for free. If you don't want to become a patron or you can't, you will still get the show for free. It will always be free no matter what, but patrons will get the show early a day early. If I get it done early and <laughs> um, they also get that extra episode. And uh, a lot of them are very vocal on, on, uh, on Patreon have yes. commented on a lot of our, uh, our Indeed. shows. So, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's, turning into a nice little community over there at Patreon. So that's really nice. It's fun. Um, a lot of people wondering about the auto chef, how you transfer, <laughs> how you transfer Listen, stuff. It's a good question. <laughs> it is an excellent question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sarah, who, like I said, became our patron just tonight, um, said she just doesn't understand it. Um, I just suspend my disbelief and it works, but the transfer thing was a bit too far. And also, can we ask how Rourke or maybe Somerset loads up the damn thing? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, again, I mean, suspend your disbelief. We I mean, don't know, Sarah. We've been confused by this whole thing for years. We're, we have no idea. <laughs> 
Sorry, we wish we had we had answers for you, but we really just don't. Right. We don't have any answers for you. We do not, sorry. Um, so for our book cover episode, Don Bear on Patreon said Caitlin is rocking the book covers. I don't have any of the physical books, so I'm struggling to keep up. I just stopped and and I'm just enjoying her evaluation of the covers. She was so like, there were, especially some of the ones where the books were actually gave us good stuff. You know, she was really kind of getting it. And and I just thought I, it was just so she funny. She did a how really she, great job with just about all of them. She, she, like, oh, that's yeah. what this is about. And I was like, damn, Kayla, good job. Right? <laughs> well, and I the just, ones where she wasn't as like on with it, her line of thinking and her logical like, pathway of getting there i'm like yep see it i see it yeah absolutely yeah so uh Alyssa sergeant said the same thing it was this episode that episode uh was more fun than i thought it would be which actually to be honest with you same yeah I just thought, I let's like, well, put I'm excited to hang out with Caitlin, but yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I am too, although I hang out with her every day. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, but it's fun for me to share this with her because we, we never have before. She's never been interested. Right. And she's still really not, but book covers, you know, I mean, she was into it. She was like, yeah, I'll react to book covers. Of course, of course I'll do that. Um, anyway, so Alyssa Sargent said this was more fun than I thought it would be possibly because I just never looked at book covers. Um, I'm more interested in what the blurb on the back said. And now I'm wondering what I've been missing out on. The newer covers don't have, as we said in that episode, the newer covers don't really have that same thing. And I am kind of disappointed. I I actually kind of like that, to be honest with you. Well, you know, I I love the new covers. I never really paid attention either. I'm a little disappointed you didn't bring up my favorite book covers, though. The ones that only lasted for two books, Visions and Divided. Those are so great. I wish well, they would have well, We have to, because we have to talk about, um, like, covers from other countries and stuff. So we're going to oh, have right. to do episode. So we can talk right. about yeah. those then. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was bummed that those didn't last longer. I love those covers. Um, also on Instagram, Dana said, random thought while I was, was listening to this podcast with all the books, novellas, most of the alphabet is covered with the exception of Q, U, X, Y, and Z. So I started thinking of potential titles like quarrel or quest, (laughs) any unword like unforgiven, um, yearning yours and zeal zealot. No thoughts to get an X in there. And by the way, C leads the book novella titles with eight and S comes in with six. <laughs> well, thank you, Dana. <laughs> that's, that's why. That's why we love you guys. We didn't have to do. That is exactly you why we love you guys. The yes. That's fantastic. Yes. I mean, I you know, that's you guys fantastic. think about these books as much as we do. I mean, or more, if that's or possible. More. I don't yeah. know that that's possible, but the great thing is you guys comment and we can read it on the show and everybody else can start we thinking like, it. yeah, you're it's right. Fantastic. Now we've got a xylophone in death. 
Maybe that. <laughs> maybe <laughs> the one in death. Xerox and death. Xerox and death. X-ray. X-ray and death. X-ray and death. Yes. It's about people swallowing stuff or something. (laughs) Or put something, it's putting something in the other end, or I don't know. Maybe somebody is gravely injured or dies. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. No one will be happy. (laughs) Uh, And Heidi said, for the last minute plan, this episode was so much fun. I enjoy when Caitlin is a guest and she's really spot on with some of those covers. Aw. She really is. And she had a great time and I'm I'm just glad everybody liked that episode. I am too. And she inspired me to buy a comfy, so. Yeah, she inspired Sarah to buy comfy. And she's wearing. I have been lounging this comfy this whole episode and it's lovely. Yep. I'm going to get one too, I think. Yeah. She posted a picture of herself. Uh, Tara did with her comfy. If you haven't seen it, go to her uh, Instagram account and look at her with her comfy on. And the comfy <laughs> company actually did um, answer your Instagram post. I love it. Yeah, like, welcome to the comfy family. And I'm like, hell right? yeah. 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 So we're putting in a little plug for com- Maybe they'll uh, sponsor the show. That'd be great. <laughs> If we say we're all going to do this show in our comfies. Yeah. If we all buy one, we'll all wear it. Right. Yeah. See? And in the summer when it's a thousand degrees, it will sit on the couch near me when I record. I like it. I like it. it, Like he did this morning. I like it. That works. He's a huge fan. Um, As far as the episode about Faithless, uh Jeannie Sutton sent us an email and she said a lot of things, including loves Jenkinson's ties. She says, I love that his wife is now buying his wild ties. I love her headcanon there of her um of her purchasing Reniki socks too. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. She's right. buying both <laughs> to match. Here's a tie for you, and here's a, a, some socks for your friend Reineke. Yeah, I love that. I just think that's so. I think that's adorable, and I love it. I'm gonna. <laughs> that is now officially headcanon right there. I love it. Um, Carmichael's quote: "Maybe it fears you, and its chips freeze up and stutter at your approach." I got a good laugh out of thinking about Eve's continued problems with vending. Um. <laughs> Eve goes to Rourke and wrapped her arms around him for one precious moment and stepped back when Peabody said, aw, <laughs> that was, that was a great moment. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, when Rourke said, my Christ would a pair, we'd have been love this. I mean, and Peabody redeemed herself to me with the fear of the timeout. <laughs> the fear of the timeout. <laughs> And we she love says the fear of the timeout too. Yeah. She says this was a top favorite for me. There were just so many levels to this story. By the way, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan and have recently been listening to listening Basic to Snitches. Basic Snitches. Yeah. Sarah, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> it's too. so fun. Yay. <laughs> we love Basic Snitches too. It's a blast to listen to. <laughs> 
I I like it. I just don't know anything about Harry Potter, so a lot of things I'm like, um, okay, I don't understand okay. that. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't know about Harry Potter. That's not how it how it happened in the movie. <laughs> um we had an email from Justine Hopper who said, Hi, I have read the in-depth books or audio several times found your podcast accidentally have only listened to a few of them i'm up to number five immortal and death i love your podcast thank you thank well, you, you, you Justine. we're always happy to get new listeners yes absolutely um and also something exciting born truly canadian called the number Yay! <laughs> It's always so exciting when people call it <laughs> right for me anyway. You know. Hi, AJ, Tara and Jen. This is born truly Canadian. My name is Tamara and I just finished listening to episode 34. I'm a little behind. I'm a teacher. It's crazy at school right now. We're getting ready to go back full time. Um, I miss not being more involved, but I wanted to say you guys are awesome. I love this podcast. I love the book series. Um, I'm almost done Brotherhood, and it's a great book. I just finished a scene between Peabody, Peabody and um, Eve and them talking about what Eve had gone through, and it really touched my heart how close these two have gotten. So, um, once again, you guys are doing awesome. Keep at it. And I look forward to every week. Bye. Aw. Oh, it's so sweet. We love it. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you, Tamara, for really, I mean, doing, doing the hard work. Yeah, you know, definitely. You are doing that the is hard work. A lot of work. I, Thank you. I have all the respect for teachers right teachers now. Teachers are the best. Yeah, all my respect for them. If if our podcast gives you a little bit of joy in your yes, teacher day, we are <laughs> thrilled by that. Yeah, yeah. So maybe don't play us to your students because we swear no, a lot. But we do yeah. swear a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know the books don't say fuck, but we say fuck. We do every once a few times a minute, so, um, a few times every episode, right? Yeah, so yeah, definitely don't play us for your students, and you know, um, but thank you so much for listening. I mean, yes. Born Truly Canadian was with us from the very beginning, from the beginning, yeah, yeah, really, really appreciate your support. We really absolutely. Do. The other thing that I forgot to, and this was really funny this was a message on patreon from s taylor one of our new um patrons and she listened to the um the last we review the reviews when we did betrayal um, and she says the there's no crying and tycooning is still making me chuckle today over a day <laughs> after first listening to it fabulous podcast <laughs> <laughs> that will forever make yes, me laugh. There's no crying, there. no, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no crying in tycooning. Oh, yes. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. <laughs> so, do you have anything from Twitter you want to mention, Jen? Oh, you know what? <laughs> You're like, I don't know. I was on vacation. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> 
Who knows? Vacation. Oh, oh, wow, 13 notifications. (laughs) My bad. She was really on vacation. I was totally. Good for you. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, half of those are me, Uh, probably. Dana commented on the uh, new episode and said, totally agree about the cover of Imitation showing the UN. Probably my least favorite cover. I enjoy the covers that offer clues about the plot, but I don't want to know who the, the murderer is before I open the book. That's yeah. true. I remember that whole thing. That was a deal, man. Yeah. People were pissed. Uh, Susan, our friend Susan Strickland, says... Really fun episode. It took a bit to realize the cover images were changing to match to the podcast. How clever. Yeah. I was like 15 minutes in and just went back to the beginning. It's hard to pick a favorite cover, like picking a favorite book. My top ones are Devoted, Thankless, Apprentice, and Seduction, the paperback. Of the recent books, I like the dark cover with the Icove Agenda cover included. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. little Easter egg to the fans. Yeah, I like that one too. And great job, Caitlin. AJ posted a picture of her um, inside the cover of Golden. Yes. For those of you who are curious about it and where she is. Yeah. Yeah. I I said I was going to post that and I didn't. And that was, that was my, that was my fault. It is uh, on the Twitter feed. If you would like to go look at it. Me on the cover. And you know, it's so funny because um, we talked about it with our friend, Carol. Um, uh, you and I, Jen, when, yeah. when it first came yeah. out that yeah. they were going to put people's pictures on the cover and they were saying like, we want people to send in pictures of themselves, like a selfie with, with mm-hmm. your favorite book cover. Right. And I said at that time, like, I'm going to get on that cover. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no, I mean, I knew I was going to do it, but you know, and, and here's the secret. Here's what I did to get on the cover. Don't tell anyone, listeners, but here's my secret. Okay. I knew it's an in-depth book cover. You they're they're gonna have a lot of dark places in the image. Right. Right. So my thought was take the darkest picture I could. They have mm-hmm. to use the dark pictures. Everybody else is gonna take light pictures because they're gonna take a picture right. of themselves. They wanna see themselves in the pictures. So they're gonna take a light picture of themselves with the book, whatever. They're gonna be outside or under bright oh, light. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm going to take mine dark. Good idea. They're going to need more dark pictures and they're not going to get a ton of those. Right. So I, I feel, I felt like at the time I, I just guaranteed my picture on that cover. And I was right. You were, you got yourself. Let me, let me go get my mug. (laughs) (laughs) Get the mug. She's right. So, I mean, the one, so in the last episode I did, you know, I did kind of like Caitlin was right about something and and I had to concede that she was right about something. And I said in that episode, do you want me to get, do you want my mug? Do you want me to give you my mug? And she said, yes, please. And I, for that's probably like most people listening to that probably doesn't, don't have any clue what we were talking about, but it's a running joke in this household. Caitlin got me a mug that says. As I suspected, I was right all along. But there are so <laughs> many times. Awesome there are so many times. I can't even tell you how many times 
Caitlin has said to me, it's become a running joke. Like, do you want me to get your mug? (laughs) There was one time where, um, so this is the funniest or one of the funniest ones. Um, we were going to have, uh, so it was 4th of July. We're going to have everybody over at my house because my house is the best place, uh, of everybody's houses in my family to see the fireworks on 4th of July. Sure. So everybody comes to my house on 4th of July and Caitlin and I had gotten, um, some little tabletop, like tiki torches. Yeah. You know, and you have to fill those with the fluid. Right. Right. And so she had those tiki torches out on my dining room table as if she was going to start filling them. And I was like, what are you doing? No, (laughs) no. Take those outside. You're going to spill that stuff all over my dining room table. And she was like, mom, I'm not going to spill it. And I was like, Caitlin, I don't care. Take that outside. Do it outside. Do not do it on my dining room table. She was pissed. I mean, like, picks them all up and she, you know, stomps outside. (laughs) So angry, you know? Uh, So after a few, like 15, 20 minutes or so, she comes back inside and she's stomping back inside. She's like angry. And I'm, and I'm, you know, sitting there, she's like, well, of course, first thing I did was spill it everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, do you want me to get your mug? (laughs) As a matter of fact, I would like you to get my mug. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> she oh, said, okay, I, "I spilled it everywhere, and the first thing I thought was, God damn it! Now mom's gonna say, I uh, get my mug out.'" <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Dang it, she's right right again. I mean, she's not right wrong. again. Oh my god. So That's anyway, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, we're at the end of this episode, I think, and hopefully yeah, it was are. it was not. Hopefully it wasn't too much political bullshit, and hopefully it was still entertaining for all of you. Yeah. Um, next week now I haven't talked to her since we set this up, but next week is Judy Kentridge. So yeah, we're gonna have to talk to her and make sure that she's okay with doing it next week. And if not, we have to come up with something else. But um, yeah, well, you know, she wrote it down on her calendar, so oh, she's yeah. fine. She's probably she's fine. Oh well, yeah. So come on. Yeah. So next week is Judy Kentris, and after that, I don't have anything written down. Um, are we going to do the next book? That's the 30th. Should be seduction. Should be seduction next. Or are we doing interlude? Interlude interlude after seduction. I think it's interlude. Oh, we're doing interlude next. Okay. Right. Right. Which one is next? Interlude. Interlude. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Because that's when I started reading. (laughs) Okay. Whoops. I started reading seduction, but that's okay. okay. Like I said, I read uh, after we did the book cover episode, I was like, we talked about treachery and I was like, I just have to read treachery (laughs) again. My favorite. Interlude is fine. I don't know why I was thinking seduction, but yeah. Yeah. So interlude, it's a, it's a short one. So yeah, Yeah, it's short. It's no big deal. So here's, can I bring something else up? Yeah. Yes. Um, I feel like so. For example, for basic snitches, at the end of it, um, Tara and um, her co-host always Adam. Sorry. Okay. um, uh, Always, you know, do the what's who's the winner and winners and losers. 
Oh, that. yeah. So at the beginning of the episode, I do the winners and losers. And at the end, Adam will do a. Well, you probably haven't gotten that far on. We changed it up. But yeah, there's winners and losers and there's points and shit because that's a Harry Potter thing. But yeah, it's fun. Right. Um, and I've noticed this. A lot of the uh, podcasts that I listen to, um, the uh, so there's a podcast that's kind of a sister podcast to us. It's called Romancing the Shelves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they do all Nora books. Yeah. They, they just do Nora books. Uh, review them and uh, we've actually been talking about doing a cross episode and so right. we're, we're going to be doing a couple I think of, of cross episodes Yeah. but anyway um, they do this thing where they try to guess each other's favorites they do two books an episode and they try to guess each other's favorite oh. Um, oh. so um, so I was trying to think what can uh, like a little fun thing that we could do at the end of every episode for us right mm-hmm. and I felt like so um maybe we can give out commendations Ooh, oh who, who do we think in the episode which character or whatever in this case um maybe it's going to be a reviewer who gets a commendation yeah. in this episode oh, i like it i like right? it yeah because it's especially in this book faithless you know at the end it was a big deal that eve got all of them commendations and jenkinson said that to her um so i feel like we need to give commendations out at the end i like it okay okay so and i this is something i just i didn't even think about it so i mean of everyone in the episode that we mentioned who gets a commendation I mean, I, well, I think in the episode. Oh, you mean because nice we've done a lot. We've done reviewers. Yeah. We've done. We your we could do faithless. I give Jeannie a, a commendation for putting that head cannon of Jenkinson's wife in my head. Okay, I, I love it. Jeannie gets a commendation. Absolutely. All I right. Um. I want to give one to the reviewer who was just so thrilled to be reading this book series and just how they love it so much. (laughs) Because we live in a society where people really like to dig on other people who just like to enjoy things. Thank Mm -hmm. you for just enjoying things. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to give a commendation to born truly Canadian because not only is she a teacher, but she, she called the number. She yeah, the number. There's two. She gets a double yeah. commendation. She's a teacher, and she called the number, yeah. so she Agreed. gets a commendation from me. Yep, perfect. Uh, and if you would like things. to call the number, you can do so by calling two zero five four seven six two seven five three, and that spells out two zero five four Rourke. Leave us a message. Uh, anything you want to tell us? Tell us what your favorite book cover is. You know. Review a yeah. book. Tell, I literally mean, you tell know. us anything you'd like. Just call literally the number. Tell us, just, just call, call the number. number. We, we get so very excited when people call the number. It's kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. ridiculous. <laughs> you know, yeah. True facts. Um, and if you want to find us on social media, you just go on Instagram or Twitter and search for podcast in death. You can also and I send us to do better on Twitter. Now that I'm back from vacation. My <laughs> she, she usually does really good on Twitter. Um, you can send us an email by uh, emailing show at podcastanddeath.com 
You can go to our website at podcastsanddeath.com. Uh, plenty of ways you can get a hold of us. We'd love to hear from you. So make sure you're interacting with us and comment on our posts. Become a patron if you can. Like I said, we've, we're, we're starting to get a little community going there and people are commenting on posts and it's great. And you get an extra, extra show every week and you'll help us out a little bit with our uh, expenses. So please yeah. become a patron if you can. If you can't become a patron, you know what would be great? Five star reviews on we any like of the apps that and you listen to this show on. Yep. We'd be really, really glad to have that. Um, so, okay. I guess that's it. Anybody else all have right. anything else to say? No. No. We're all good. All right. So, for this episode of Podcasts and Death, this is AJ. This is Jen. This is Tara. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This podcast and all of our previous podcasts are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Twitter and Instagram. But no, we don't have a Facebook page. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-4-ROARK. That's 205, the number 4, ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slunch it to you. Yeah.